Okay, I'm using my one restart. <gasps> okay. I'm using my one restart, okay? Are you yeah. happy with yourself? Yeah, I actually am because I'm in a better mood now. <laughs> you seem pretty thrilled. Okay, but this is my one restart. All right. Yeah, once. This is your one. I know. Oh, God. I used to restart it three, four times. God, I wanted to kill myself. That one day we were at Momkey's house and you made us restart, like, you sniffing the bottle, what, like six times? Dude, I wanted to blow my fucking brains That's out. Because he wasn't getting the right coverage of it. He got a, the fine coverage because he got demonetized immediately afterwards. And the only reason he got such good coverage was because I made him keep getting alternate angles. The guy doesn't know how to make movies. He knows how to make movies better than you. How dare you? No, that guy knows how to make incredibly successful content. He just doesn't know, like, film craft. Be nice. <laughs> He knows how to make the actors not want to fucking kill themselves. How about that? Yeah, he's such Is that a-, a skill you don't learn in film school? <laughs> Welcome, everybody, to the loudest podcast, the loudest podcast on the internet. It's the show where two weird comedians discuss incredibly normie things. It's the show where two normie comedians <laughs> talk about. It's the show where two normie comedians talk about incredibly weird things. Do you think that's really what it? Do you think that's what the show is? Uh, I don't know. Oh, two porgs talk about incredibly not porgs. <laughs> You can sell that right now. A show hosted by two porgs. There you go. Get the check. Look, I'm Asterios Cognos. With me, as always, is my co-host, Tarantula. Ah! Okay. <laughs> I I spent last week about 28 hours on the bus over the course of two days to spend 10 hours in Toronto to spend two hours with Nathan Masri. Oh, God, Jesus. You want to uh, recap to them while you were out there and why it was not the final time you're going to Toronto? Oh, do you mean, do you want me to recap to them why you weren't out there? How you got out of this? Dude, fuck the Megabus. Fuck, the Megabus can't even successfully go from, like, New York to any other part of New York. Like, I'm going to trust it going over an international border. You know, I was once on the Megabus and it ran out of gas. How the hell do you... <laughs> what? On the fucking highway, too. It just ran out of gas and the... And to, to fucking drift over to what's it called a median or something? Yeah, the breakdown lane. Yeah, and uh, the guy called a tow truck and towed the mega bus to the nearest. No, that did happen. I'm sure. Look, the mega bus is a nightmare given form: flesh and steel, rubber and complaining, crying kid. Um, the mega bus up to Turin. Oh, by the way. Here's why here's why Sriracha wasn't on the trip. We spend $280 on two round trip megabus tickets between New York City and Toronto. Sriracha, can you back me up on this? How many times did I email Nathan Masri's PR people to be like, are you absolutely positive the restaurant will be open and operational on the 18th? Thrice. <laughs> yes. I and I specifically said in the email. We are spending our own money on bus tickets and accommodations. So please, before we commit to these purchases, guarantee us that Garfield Eats' his grand opening is the 18th. Because it had already been pushed back from the 12th. We- and, and according to Nathan, 
that was a that was pushed back from some other time because he said they've pushed back the opening two oh, or three yeah. times. Yeah, motherfucker. Uh, the first time this got pushed back, he says, "Oh, we're pushing back for Mother's Day in honor of Mother's Day, USA." And then you get there and there's no fucking kitchen. <laughs> I, uh, I think the uh, presence of a kitchen is going to take precedence over not opening a restaurant over a holiday that I don't think Canadians celebrate. Yeah, is it Canadian? Mother's Day a week later? I don't know. And you know what? Canada's so nice. Mother's Day is every day in Canada. Yeah, damn. God damn it. Um, so we buy the tickets and we're going we're going up on a Friday night and down on a Sunday. Cause like because we both have to be back at work on Monday. So like this is we are like we're gonna commit our entire weekends, but it's worth it to try that Garfield shaped pizza. Also, we were promised that Garfield himself would be there. We were promised many things, none of which were. And this motherfucker, Nathan Masry, is still putting dates on it. Yes. So I speak. Dude, we need to fucking talk, Nathan. Like, finish your thing, and then we need we well, we have to we have to talk, Nathan. No, like yeah. So I so I'm interviewing him last week, and. I realize that he's pushed his launch date back twice and will probably push it back a third because now he's like June 4th or something. Or a fourth or a fifth or a sixth. Yeah, no, every time it goes forward a week. <laughs> yeah. So, I'm, so, but while I'm interviewing him, I'm trying to give him an out. I go, you know, I go, uh, now Garfield Eats will be open maybe in a couple of days, maybe in a couple of weeks. I'm sure we'll hear the grand opening date from you soon. And he's like, no, no, no. It'll be on June 9th. And, and and he's like, it's definitely not weeks. It'll be days. We're definitely opening. I'm like, oh, Nathan, uh-huh. you've already blown. He he, go, he goes, I know we've, he goes, quote, I know we've pushed back the opening two or three times, but Rome wasn't built in a day. And it's like, yeah, but also they didn't push back yeah. the opening date of Rome three times. Otherwise, Julius Caesar would have beheaded somebody. Well, Rome also didn't have giant flags outside the palisade that says opening in five days and then splash it over. Opening in <laughs> three moon cycles. Slash opening. opening in four rotations of the sun. Yeah, there's a reason we're still talking about Rome. Rome got built. Yeah. And you could spend quite the day there. I'm, I'm sure Garfield the kiss. The Roman emperor, the Roman god of pizza, of the of pizza champion. Imagine Garfield with like the wreath, like the crown of the crown of laurels. Yeah, I don't remember what is that called, the crown of laurels. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 instead of crossing the Rubicon, he's crossing the Lasagna Con. By the way, Lasagna Con this year is going to be lit. I can't wait. I hope my. Uh, <laughs> I hope they have the how many cheeses is too many panel again. <laughs> yeah, I know. Me too. Well, okay. Look. Nathan did do something for us that was unexpected, though. We just opened complaining about him. Yeah. And it, it will not, believe me, that will not be the end of the Nathan complaining, because I got, I got a couple of problems. <laughs> okay. Dude, there are just... Well, well I was gonna, I'm going to say something positive. I'm not here to short-circuit our complaining. I'm not. Say, but he did give us these. Check the what are these? He <laughs> sent us home with two mugs. That have a Garfield cartoon on the outside. Do you want to be... How about I'll be John and you be Garfield? Okay, ready? All right, panel one. You didn't do anything remotely resembling work today, did you? The second panel is Garfield thinking. And guys, the bit, how you make Garfield comics funny is you just cut off the last panel. <laughs> <laughs> that's true, actually. That's already much funnier. John is talking to his cat who he believes is sentient. And the joke is that John has schizophrenia. <laughs> 
<laughs> which is a lot funnier than the actual punchline, which was, well, dinner was kind of chewy. That's a good garf. <laughs> is it, though? Nathan uh, signed it. Now, yeah. Nathan signed the bottom of them in a Sharpie, and then he wrapped them up in, I'm not kidding, important-looking building blueprints. It's really, really good that you didn't, like, spray this with any kind of racing coating. <laughs> that, that's going to survive definitely at least one go in my dishwasher. Yeah, uh, for people that uh, that are uh, live stream Patreons, um, the, his... his his signature has started to uh, to wear off just by the act of being wrapped in the important looking blueprints he gave. I have those blueprints in the kitchen, by the way. I oh my god! Yes, I cannot wait to look at them. Yeah, I really hope that like Garfield Eats is delayed even further because they're like Nathan. Where are the blueprints? Well, don't worry. I feel like it will be because I feel like there are so many. There are so many fucking things that could go right. And I listened to that live stream, and he's like making react. Like Nathan, I know you hear all of this shit. All right, so let me tell you first of all, you you called me a hater last time. I'm not hating. When you go to your doctor and your doctor says you need to stop eating McDonald's every day or you're going to die, your doctor is not hating on you. Okay, he is genuinely trying to help. Believe me, nobody on earth cares about this. More than us. Garfield restaurant. No, period. No one on earth cares about this. What? We care about it. I was on. I spent 26 hours on a bus to Toronto. By the way, that number is going to keep getting bigger and bigger. I'm kidding. I care. But I mean, round trip it probably was like 20 hours, right? It was 14 hours there and 14 hours back. So it was 28 hours. Okay. So that's, that's legit. I'll, I'll allow it. Okay. Um. Look, honestly, I will be. I'm going to be absolutely straight with you. Like, hey, Nathan's not here to defend himself. So. Maybe I should inhabit the character of Nathan to defend him in this conversation because I feel bad that, like, he's not here to defend That sounds good. I'll I'll, I'll allow it. Okay, but I'm going to say one more thing before I become Nathan Masry. Okay. Being in the same room with him, actually walking into Garfield Eats, opening the door to Garfield Eats. Did you see all the pictures I sent you of, like, the interior? I did. There's a big sign outside that says Garfield Eats, which would be great. Then, unfortunately, it says, love me, feed me, don't leave me, which is... Terrifying. Can we agree that that's not a... Gar- well, Nathan, listen to him. He's a PR guy, okay? I've worked on million-dollar accounts for multiple Fortune 100. Fuck the Fortune 500, okay? Fuck them. The Fortune 500 can go to hell. I have worked on million-dollar accounts for multiple Fortune 100 companies. The products and services you use every day, I have been instrumental in selling them to the public. Love me, feed me, don't leave me is scary. Exactly one word of it has to do with what you're selling, too. Feed. (laughs) Yeah. You know what? It It could just say, love me, feed me. That's... Already a hundred percent better. It could just say Anne Frank on it, because then you could pretend that it had something to do with anything. <laughs> yes, exactly. Like it, I have watched so much Garfield. You know, there's a reason in the, in the Garfield Friends opening they don't go. Come on in, come to the place where fun never ends. Please don't leave me. Stay in my life forever. Don't ever leave me. You could change it to the Fitness Gram Pacer Test is a multi-stage aerobic. 
That's <laughs> as far as I can go. What are you talking about? I'm sorry, I don't know. You didn't know. have to do that? Oh, my God. You didn't have to do the Pacer test when you were in school? We had the presidential fitness exam. Yo, and that didn't have the Pacer test? What the fuck is the Pacer test? Yo, that was this awful fucking exercise. So, yeah, your teacher would put tape on one side of your gymnasium and then tape on the other side. And you had to, the th- test was you would hear one, two, three, and then it would beep. And you would have to run to the other side of the gym before the next beep. And the first beep, it was like 60 seconds in between the beep. But every time you made it back and forth, the beeps would get faster. And as soon as you failed to make it to the other side of the gym, then you were out. And it clocks like the number of rotations. You never had to do this. A, we never had to do this. That was not a, that was not a thing. We had to do like, how many pull-ups can you do? How many jumping jacks? How many sit-ups? B, you were... Uh, you were like a kind of a star track athlete at your school. I can't do short. No, 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 no. Oh, you were a marathoner. Is, yeah, this is sprinting and it's fucking terrifying. It's awful. First of all, you had that group of kids every year that just quit. Walk <laughs> 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 the first one and then stop and then go behind the school to smoke cigarettes. And I was like, damn it. I wish I had the balls to be you. <laughs> I wish that was those kids. Those kids. I'm sure those kids are all doing great things. No, that shit was fucking torture. That shit was fucking torture. They all look like Jeffrey Star. <laughs> By the way, the ones that went smoked. I'm talking like MySpace era Jeffrey Star too. And of, and of course now the boomers in our audience are going, "Who's Jeffrey Star?" I you had MySpace, you know who he was. I don't know who Jeffrey. This is not like me trying to set things up. For, Please just quickly tell me who Jeffree Star is. Jeffree Star is a makeup YouTuber who really, really, really hates cunts. Cunts? Yes. Zwick, can you please bleep that word out that we just said? It's the C word, Zwick. Well, he says the C word a lot. What? In a good way or a bad way? No, like he really, really, really hates people that are that word. Okay. So he doesn't walk in a room and go, hey there, my c- it's me, Jeffrey. Yeah, no. Oh, you motherfucking cunts. No, it's not <laughs> Australian. Oh, it's a fun, fun fact. Uh, Australia, they have a saying. Uh, everybody thinks you, like, mate. Nobody, nobody says mate unless you're, like, getting ready to fight someone. About so that. there's a saying in Australia. You call cunts your mate and you call mate your mate a cunt. Yes, I've heard this. <laughs> I've heard that calling someone a cunt is essentially like a marriage proposal in Australia. No, it's like a term of endearment, but mate is like you're you're, get, you're getting ready to fight somebody if you call them mate. Yeah, it's like, oi, what are you doing, mate? Oi, mate, what the fuck? You want to come over again? God damn. Okay. What has funnier are you... Re- because now Sriracha knows a lot about are you ready? Do you want to go Australian language? Yeah. But she also knows a lot about do you want to go Scottish language? So, uh, so Sriracha... Can we hear right now an argument between a drunk Scottish girl and a drunk Australian girl? Oh, no. <laughs> I can't do that. You can't put me on the spot. You're really pimping me out today. Okay. All right. Um. So, I, so okay. So, to me, it would be like... How about I play the Australian and you play the Scottish? No, I'll play them both. I don't need you. Okay, deal. All right. So, it's, so it's like, oi there, mate. You won't go? Oi. Oi. Oi there, mate. And, ah, fuck yeah, you, you fucking cat. I get over here and I'll go to time. Is that, how, how racist am I on fuck scale you, of- you fucking cunt. Kendall, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now do the Australian girl. A Vegemite. All right, <laughs> god damn it. Okay, look, we'll be right back after this quick break. We are going to talk a lot more about- uh-huh. 
Sriracha, as usual, has put the whole microphone in her. You know these microphones cost money, right? They're not free. They we didn't. They don't grow on the microphone tree. Well, listen, you're not passing out this live stream feed for free, are you? Hell yeah. People want to see me deep throat this much. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll be right back with a lot of podcasts after this. Bye. Cunt. <laughs> That's our word. You can't say that word. I won't say it. You said it a lot. I, but Zwick is going to... Okay, Zwick, from now on, bleep it every time I say it. All right, but add echo effects and laser effects to when she says it. <laughs> cunt, 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 cunt. Welcome back to the loudest podcast, <laughs> to the loudest podcast on the internet. Okay. Sriracha, you have a list of grievances about this Nathan Majory thing. Okay. By the way, a thing that you weren't even there for, so I don't know why you're so pissed off about listen, it. Listen, 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 You said we just went over how you spent your whole life working in a PR. Well, I spent my whole life working in shitty restaurants. I know shitty, I know shitty fast service restaurants like the back of my fucking head let me tell you well actually oh by the way now you're talking to nathan well actually it's not a qsr quick service restaurant it's qmr well, it's a quick you literally literally fuck my ass with all of these acronyms i don't know what any of them mean no one else does either well maybe if you knew what they meant then you know you'd have your own car field yeah i'm restaurant. sure absolutely i would okay let me tell you first first consideration this is Nathan Masri. Hello. Hi, Nathan Masri. How you doing? <laughs> hello. 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 Big fan. Hello, Siora. Of- <laughs> yeah, you want to just make up a different name every time? <laughs> you've, you've, you've got it, Santana. Nathan, my name is Sierra. <laughs> S-I-E-R-R-A. I think it means like mountain range in Mexican or something. Oh, you know, we obviously we'd love to open up a Garfield themed restaurant in Mexico. Mexico. You know, we plan on opening over five thousand Garfield themed restaurants per county. Per <laughs> county, uh, at, at some point, uh, your mayor will be Garfield, and you will live in Garfield's house. And uh, if you want to uh, call an ambulance, you will call a Garfield themed. <laughs> oh, by the way, at any point, if you if you want to play Nathan, all you got to do is yell "switch." Oh, okay. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Okay. My my first my first question is: mm-hmm. Let me tell you a story, Nathan. <laughs> so I used to work in a restaurant called Schmuffler Schmoudschbanks, <laughs> and we have something called uh, Wing to Go or something, right? Mm-hmm. And what it was is you would make people would order takeaway. And we would put it in a box and they would have to drive to the restaurant, come inside to pick up their takeaway. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And I asked my manager one day, why don't we just deliver the food <laughs> to people? And you know what they said? You need commercial car insurance for your uh, drivers. So my question to you, Nathan, would be, do you think that you could just go on, like, do you know that they, there are different types of car insurance policies? Do you think that you could just go on Craigslist and say, delivery boy must have license? Oh, you know, uh, there's there's many different delivery paradigms. Um, you know, we're like, honestly, we are looking to break absolute new ground. Uh, we want to leave old delivery paradigms in the past and kind of forge our own new path. Uh, I'm a millennial. I'm young. Uh, I'm not sure if you've seen my Snapchat account, but uh, I, I, I'm in very good shape. And, and you know, so... so- <laughs> So what, so what we will be looking to do is obviously we will be getting the people, uh, we will be doing the first ever, uh, mail, uh, 
uh, pizza, pizza via mail. Uh, we will be teaming up with the Royal Canadian Postal Service, and uh, you will order a Garfield-shaped uh, uh, pizza, and it will arrive at your door in uh, two to four days, uh, depending on whether or not you pay fees. Uh, that way, we were employing government employees, and we're helping the economy, and uh, and then I can uh, uh, shove a Garfield-shaped uh, lasagna in the, the fat face of the mayor of Toronto, who will not return my Snapchat. Yeah, you can't light up the tea tower, the Ontario Tower, because he has no idea when the restaurant is open. <laughs> you know, if he's going to light up the, the, the tea tower for Drake, a multi-million dollar, incredibly famous man who is also famously on a Canadian uh, a Canadian youth show, Degrassi Junior High. And also I don't know, the I, only Canadian music artist that anyone knows. Also the only Canadian mu- music artist anybody knows. I don't know why he can't light up the tower for a restaurant that we don't know when it'll open. <laughs> We also don't even know if it'll be able to do deliveries because, okay, dude, let's go back to Asterios time. Okay. Right now. Dude, what are the chances that he has thought about it? You know, Uber even has to pay for like some of their employees' car insurance. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm well aware that you can't just like throw a pizza in the back of a, a station wagon. It's like, yeah, there's, you know, there's licenses and there's insurance and there's all that shit. Um, yeah, and Uber employs 1099 contractors and they still have to give their drivers, like when you have passengers in your car, yeah. Uber has to pay your car insurance. I don't think that's going to be a problem for this guy. I, I swear to God, I don't think that's going to be an issue for this guy. I think that someone... I think someone else has got that covered. I think this other guy, like, like, uh, you throw enough money at something and it will happen. I walked into, I walked through an orange door in a building that said Garfield eats. Like, I don't know that that's going to happen tomorrow. That will happen though. Now, here's what I honestly think will happen. I think he'll end up spending way too much money. He'll end up, like, buying Garfield-shaped cars that run on kicking a thousand ODs. <laughs> like, and and these cars will be deployed in 2036. Like, I don't think he's going to get shut down by the Canadian government for lack of permitting. The question is, will he ever open it all? Um, see... There's a lot of things Talk that need me. to happen in a restaurant. It's and it's it's very very frustrating for me, Nathan, because like a chef who open says I make great food, I'm going to open a restaurant is naive. An investor who says that and then has no idea that their restaurant needs Wi-Fi. And do you, Nathan, do you know Wi-Fi is not just a fun thing that you could use Snapchat on? It's also required for payment processing systems. Well, you know, we are having a QMR, which is Quick Mobile. A what quick does mobile that restaurant. mean? It means it's Quick Mobile. It's not QSR. Uh, here's a quick. Here's an example of a quick service restaurant: Chipotle. It's old. No one likes it. It's not successful. It should die. the The CEO of Chipotle, how he does not have an eight pack. He does not have a six pack. He does not have a two pack. If anything. He probably has a pony keg. When you walk into a when you walk into a Panera, it's a quick service restaurant. But we are not only employing lots and lots of Canadians, but we also have a cashierless store that will employ none of them. You can employ lots lots of lawyers. I can tell you that. Quick Mobile. You you order entirely with the app. And and does our restaurant have Wi-Fi right now? No. When Asterios came over, went to the router and pointed out that although the router was plugged in, 
There was no, the coaxial cable port was empty. And a coaxial cable needed to be plugged into it in order to provide internet to the restaurant. Did I know that? No. Are you serious? Did that really happen? uh, I'm, uh, I'm always serious. Sir, Sir Nora, I'm always serious. <laughs> I'm very serious about, but when Slaw my, wheel. <laughs> a Garfield toy. When I was young, I looked inside his eyes, and the toy spoke to me. And the toy said, "You're going to open up a Garfield themed restaurant." Oh, not, not, that's not Garfield themed. You just broke character. Okay, switch themed restaurant. Switch, uh, switch. It's not Garf. It's not a Garfield themed restaurant, Nathan. It's it's. Uh, I mean, it is a Garfield-themed restaurant. You're the one that keeps saying it's not. Uh, actually, uh, listen, what even is a restaurant? Think about it. Uh, back in the 90s, you had restaurants. A restaurant was a place where you could go and you could exchange money for food. Now, the question that would be, why wouldn't you make the food at home? You could save money, you could save time, but yet restaurants still continue to thrive. Now, now we have... Apps and apps are like the restaurants of the 22nd century. Uber, you open up Uber and you order a ride somewhere, and then you ask yourself, Why wouldn't I just take my car? I could just walk outside, start my car, get in my car, and drive to wherever I need to go and park my car. And it's the exact same thing as ordering an Uber. But today, you need to be, you need to use apps to trick consumers. You can't go. I can't do this anymore. Yeah, you ran out of Nathan juice? I you did. ran out of Garf gas? I did. <laughs> <laughs> um, All right, no more talking to Nathan uh, for us. Tinfoil hat time. Tinfoil okay. hat time. Okay. I have a theory. Okay. I have a crackpot Nathan theory okay. that I think explains this whole thing. Okay. So when you, true or false, true or false, when you were in Canada, Nathan proudly told you that Jim Davis has not funded any of this insane venture that he's on. I want to do absolute real talk here. Yeah. I could spend a whole, I could spend five hours making fun of Garfield Eats, and I could, and we probably will again after I say this. I'm talking to this guy. I get the sense that this is a young, charismatic guy with a dream who may be in over his head. That's, yeah, no, that's the entire city of Los Angeles. <laughs> yes, ex- yes, exactly. I can see him when I, I can call him when I see him. And dude, I think we are the only people that are not taking advantage of Nathan Masry. I. I have given, and again, this is like, I'm not joking here. I have tried to give him advice. Like, like I'm just like. They kind of set up a router. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or like, like, you know, I had a brief conversation with him where I, where I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm a, you know, I'm a marketing guy. If I can help you out, like, I'd love to help you out. Like, um, when we tell him that you should go on your website and make it not play Earth Angel all the time. Yeah, that's funny. You should also do that. Yeah, dude, people for website testing, people spend hundreds of thousands of dollars yes, to have do. people like us be pedantic assholes and sit there and be like, this is fucking annoying. You need to change this. Yeah. We give it to you for free. Yeah, like, like here's something I don't think Nathan understands. Until the restaurant is open and people can try the pizza, the only thing they had, because Nathan talks a lot about brands. He's like, uh, 22, I read a book about the 22 immutable laws of brand building and we're tired of old brands and brand, 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 and I'm a brand manager. The only, currently, the only information people have about your brand is your website and your app and your Instagram. None of those are positive reflections on your brand. 
Your website has swastikas made of poop on them. That's the app. <laughs> the, the app. Okay, sorry. Like, like, um, your brand, your website is playing Earth Angel, a song which has nothing to do with Garfield, and you can't shut it off. So, unfortunately, the thing that consumers are going to think is, if this guy can't even get his website right, why would I trust him to get his pizza right? Right, why would I put something in my body made by the team that couldn't even shut off Earth Angel? <laughs> yeah, like, like when we tell you that, like, you may want to have your caloric information on the website. Yeah, it's funny that instead of nutritional information, you have the tasteometer. <laughs> But you would build trust and credibility with your consumer base if you told us the carb, calorie, sugar, and protein counts of a serving of your pizza. Not to mention, if you took the Garfield, like, as it stands, Garfield, and because you said you wanted to expand to New York next, and you if you brought the model you have right now and dropped it in New York, you're getting arrested immediately. Like, your whole operation is getting shut down because you can't do that. You can't have a, fran- a worldwide franchise and not tell people how many calories are in your food. That's fucking illegal. Yes, unfortunately, that is the case in in states, and I, I'm sure it's different for every state. But I at least know in California, if you walked into like a restaurant that only had like one or two locations, you you could go to the manager and be like, "How many calories are in this?" And that guy had to produce a binder. Not only that, but like at Schmuffalo Schmilchmings, and the rules are much stricter for uh, as soon as you have like three locations, right, exactly. Like, if you go to Schmuffalo Schmuffalo, you have to have a binder full of every single ingredient and preservative that is in all of your food. Because people have allergies. They need to know what is in the food. So, so like, okay, to close out this segment, let's, let's, like, essentially let the dead horse die. What should Nate... Because we know Nathan's listening to this. Okay, uh, what should he do? I yeah, think- let's give him. Let's really quickly give him actual advice on how to fix. Okay, this. Uh, I got I got four tips. You ready? Okay. First one: start calling uh, commercial car insurance people yesterday. <laughs> start finding out whether or not you can legally. Uh, if you can legally have your drivers deliver your food, because if you don't, that kind of defeats the whole purpose of the app and the USR. Yeah, what you need is fleet insurance. Yes. You need fleet insurance. Like, like don't just buy individual policies for your drivers. You can buy a bunch of policies at a group discount. Yes, if you have multiple cars. You have to own the cars, though, under that, don't you? I think that I think that kind of thing is negotiable. Okay. Uh, two, start calling uh, your Wi-Fi, your local Wi-Fi provider yesterday. Like, dude, it's not optional. Like credit card machines, yeah, they don't they don't just keep a ledger and then magically send it off to Visa. Like, you need you need the internet. It it needs to. You can have it not public internet. Like, you don't need the people in the lobby to be able to be Snapchatting their food, but you need some kind of internal Wi-Fi system or your machines aren't, your cash registers aren't going to work. Yes. And, and the thing is like, if mobile is clearly central to your proposition, you, you want people ordering their pizza, their Garfield shaped pizzas and non Garfield shaped lasagnas over the app. You, it's exactly what Sarah said. Internet is not optional. 
Like, just because the router is plugged in does not mean it has internet. That's true. Three. Oh, my God. Send, get your calorie counts. There are labs, Nathan. There are labs where you can send samples of your food to it and then tell them how big it is or how weight it is, and they will send you back calorie counts. Like, they will burn the food and tell you how many uh, calories are your all thing. Dear, for the love of God, please get your calorie counts. Uh, four. Hire kitchen staff. And not only do you have to hire back of house staff, like I know your whole thing is you don't have cashiers, but somebody still has to make the food. Hire back of house staff that have worked in restaurants before. And the only question you need to ask them is, are you familiar with sanitization procedures? Because let me tell you, when I worked at Schmuffalo Schmeichmings, uh, you know, soda fountains? Yeah. Those soda fountains. One time we got mold in one of the soda fountains because of course, of course, it's dark, wet, and full of sugar. It's a breeding ground for mold. If you do not sanitize them like on a daily basis to kill all this stuff, you're, you have to shut the whole restaurant down for like a week so you can rip all of the lines out of the walls and replace it. And that's also not optional. A health inspector will come to you and tell you, tell you your restaurant is closed until you install a new soda machine. Um, I, That is all absolutely true. And then finally, five, and this is a big one. Right now, you are trying to do nine things at once. And from the outset, it looks like they are being done poorly. Like, your app should not be a place that has games and some sort of uh, social media-style space where you can upload photos and post. <laughs> of your urine. <laughs> of your of your pee-pee or poo-poo shape, like swa-swa-stickers. <laughs> like, your app should not be able to show you episodes of Garfield and Friends. Like... It should not be able to show you episodes of Garfield and Friends before it shows you how many calories are in your Yeah, it, it, exactly. You have to walk before you can run. Rip out everything from your app and website but a menu with calorie counts <laughs> some and some order buttons and make it so that when I put my credit card in, A, my credit card number doesn't get stolen, but B, you get the money and the address. Do that first. Then... Because here's the thing, you need a brand needs to constantly be. Wait, I'm sorry. So I just having some sort of epiphany Dude, moment. Dude, I didn't even think about the you. What is it called? UI. Yeah. Dude, they are going to get hacked so hard. What are the chances that they could like protect your credit card information? Dude, you need to only accept payments through PayPal. This is going to be a disaster for you. Well, that's not going to. If they only accept payments through PayPal, then they're not going to make any money. Because uh, not everybody has PayPal that wants a pizza right away. Yeah, well, not everybody who wants pizza wants a Garfield pizza. So. Okay, that's true. Um, accept payments through PayPal, Apple Pay, Visa Pay, Google Cash. Maybe, for the moment, use payment processors that have external security features. Do you remember when Fallout, what are the, the Fallout makers did that? Like, oh my God, <clears throat> with Fallout 76, um... A bunch of people ordered like that Nuka Cola yeah. thing, and then it turned out a sheep shitty plastic thing. And they were like, "Well, well, okay, well, guys, if you want a refund, you need to send us your credit card information." And then they immediately got hacked. And so, like, if you wanted your goddamn Nuka Cola bottle, congratulations, you've just been doxxed. Jesus Christ! <laughs> what a fucking disaster! Oh, my tinfoil hat theory. I never went through this. Oh well, well, actually, do you mind? I want to finish making this point before we go get ahead, into please. Pro- okay, Nathan. 
a brand constantly needs to be looking for excuses to communicate. The way that you communicate is by making your own news. So launch the app first, have it just have it just take orders. Then in two months, you can send out an email blast that says, new, we have classic episodes of Garfield and Friends on. Now you have a whole new promotional cycle that will ideally spur new downloads. Then in two months, say, now we have a game. You're, you are creating reasons to communicate with your, with your consumer base that gives them new news and a new chance to download. Or if they try your app originally, give your app a second chance. Sriracha, go. No. Now we have Garfield social media. You can share your Garfield story with 50% less SWAT stick. <laughs> yes, e- exactly. <laughs> like, like something that's like, like, look, we kind of have to eat our own dog food here for a second. Like with the Patreon. Yeah. Um, the next thing we have to do, and I haven't been able to talk to you about this because I've just been so fucking tired. We need a new thing. What do you mean? Exactly. What do I mean? We need a new thing. Like, like, like we need to put out something new that'll get people excited about the Patreon or give them an opportunity for a second look. What I was thinking is pins. Oh, okay. Yeah. Pins are a great idea. Yeah. Like, 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 I'm not like listeners. Tell us what we could put. Tell us what we could put on some pins. Sriracha, you were thinking about porgs? I'm me as a porg. Oh, that's great. Are you kidding? <laughs> me dressed as a porg and doing that face. That, like, <laughs> Oh, I love that face you make. Okay. Porgs of us. Yeah. And one could, yours could have little glasses. I don't know. <laughs> yeah? It's so cute. Yeah, c- because uh, Patreon has this thing now called offers, which is like a one-time offer. So that way, like, you don't have to, like, subscribe at the pin level. And, like, every month, it's like, no, no, no. Just I love if- that. Yeah, I like offers, too, because it's it, because it, it doesn't, like, lock you in for, like, a recurring thing. Okay. So that's the next thing we're going to do. And then... Then we can promote those pins. Now we've made our own news. I love that. Then in a couple of months, it's like, oh, we're going to launch a new this. And now we've made, because like we have to give people reasons to be thinking about patreon.com slash stereos that aren't me saying it over and over ironically until it loses all meaning and becomes a word salad. Maybe we could make, Nathan, since we've given you so much goddamn free advice, maybe you could have a patreon.com slash stereos pizza on your That'd be great. <laughs> All right. So here's my theory. You ready? Okay. Tinfoil hat time. Tinfoil hat time. So we live in New York City. New York City is the mecca for rich people with too much money that have more time on their hands than God. Yes. True or false? True. And one thing that rich people are obsessed with that I've noticed is feeding their kids shitty, awful food. <laughs> True or false? Wait, obsessed with doing it or obsessed with not doing with it? With feeding their kids shitty, healthy food. Like That's vegan what garbage. You, yes, yes. Kid, th- these fucking parents love pouring muesli down their kids' goddamn necks because they think that th- they're going to raise the next... Fu- they think like, oh, if I give my kid this non-GMO, all-organic cheese, maybe my kid won't grow up to be a serial killer. School shooter, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so, yeah, you're right. Yes, you're right. You're right. Uh- <laughs> So here's my theory. My theory is that growing up, uh, Nathan was forced to eat like this, especially because his dad works in a restaurant and sees like all the preservatives and shit that are in fast food. <laughs> and Nathan <laughs> and his family is forced to eat like, because you, dude, you know his dad was making him eat those shitty like vegan Daiso cheese pizza. I believe that. that. Tastes like fucking feet chow cheese so then i imagine he goes off to fucks off to la or ucb and he has his first taste of like roscoe's chicken and waffles and is like 
<laughs> he ends up drunk in an olive garden at three in the morning. He's like, what is this delectable treat? I've, I've discovered a whole new enclave of food when actually it's like the shitty poor people food that poor people have been eating for decades. Yeah, but there's a reason shitty we eat this shitty poor person food in mass quantities. Like it's full of salt, it's full of calories, oh, it's full yeah. of cheese. It's full, fuck I, yeah, we do. It's full of everything good, everything. Good. It's I like I don't know, I could be know but you shit his pay. He probably camed himself when he ate uh, chicken and waffles for the first. Time. Yeah, Roscoe's but, chicken and waffles. No, what I'm saying is like he got there and he tasted this uh, cheap, shitty, fat and sugar laden food. It's like it does that thing that rich people do. Like I in- discovered this. <laughs> <laughs> to share it with one so here's my preposition right right. dude motherfucker nathan you think you like coffee and pizza come on down to brooklyn spend to live with us see how much we like coffee and pizza actually you're now our son okay exterios is your dad you said you wanted to be an actor exterios used to work in television right yeah exactly i was in a very popular series of commercials where i played genghis khan to promote hungry man dinners he will teach you all of the cool film terms like uh striking and crafty and oh yeah man you're gonna lose your shit over crafty <laughs> yeah oh my god he'll never leave crafty and uh abigail donner party <laughs> you're with the abby singer shot yeah okay which that? is apparently and look i i don't think this is true but sriracha bought like a filmmaking book apparently the second to last shot of the day is called the abby singer and the last one is called the manhattan it's called the martini shot yeah same thing <laughs> and that is i have heard that i've heard like like literally like the the uh the first AD or the first assistant director, he'll go he'll go martini time and action. Uh, I am your mom. I am your mom now. I'm going to teach about the best shitty poor people food. I grew up in motherfucking Los Angeles to so basically a single parent. Uh, I'll t- m- bitch, you ever had macaroni and cheese with Velveeta in it? <laughs> I bet you haven't. I bet you haven't, man. <laughs> Do you know it's possible to fry a Thanksgiving turkey? I do. I know. I know. Oh, dude, I can make you so much. I'm the best, the best food. We can even cut it into Garfield if you want. Look, we've already invited Monkey to live here. I don't know that we can take another. Monkey's un- your brother. Monkey's no. Monkey's your uncle. Monkey's your cool uncle Jimmy. He's gonna teach you about uh, internet porn and the best memes. Oh, <laughs> oh my god. Anyway, so we're gonna get. So Monkey's gonna be living on our couch. Nathan will be living in the recliner. <laughs> so and we so we have so now we're taking care of twenty seven porks and fucking two millennials. Oh Uncle my god, Jimmy, we're gonna hang out with your Uncle Jimmy today. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. Um, I think that might be it for this episode of the Loudest <laughs> Podcast. Were there any other segments you really wanted to get to? Oh, I wanted to. I don't know if this is possible. We still have to review Cripple Jesus's dating profile. Oh, okay. Y- you know what? I have a new thing for the Jane profile. And then actually, let's close with a discussion of the Big Bang Theory. Okay. Um, this is kind of what I realized. Because uh, a lot of people have sent dating profiles way more than we reviewed two weeks ago. The advice that I have for all of them is pretty much the same. And I kind of don't want to do the same segment every time. So if you are a Patreo and you are listening to this and you want me or Sriracha to fix up your dating profile, just email it to us like i've just been giving people advice offline i'm just i'm just like hey do this do this do this take more pictures do that do that do that i write like a little one minute email to them yeah sure i could do that yeah like like i think that might and and look 
99% of the... Sriracha is way busier than I am, so you are almost certainly going to get the advice from me. Um, But if you're a Patreo and we haven't reviewed your dating profile yet, send me a message, email me. I will send you private one-on-one advice uh, just because I... Because... I mean, I don't know how many times we can have a segment where I go take better photos. That's pretty much that is no matter who you are, or where you're from or what your dating profile looks like. Take better photos. Yeah. So a, so a guy sent me an email and, and he's like, he's like, I really wish you would have reviewed my dating profile on the show. And, and I go, oh, well, let me take a look at it now. And it's all photos of him from that under angle that you specifically told us not to use. Uh, yeah, the down under. It's hard to recognize when it's you, though, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. And so I write back to him. I go, well, like we said in the loudest podcast, you have a lot of down under shots. Also, like maybe don't mention that you're, uh, you know, maybe uh, maybe don't mention. He mentioned like some mental health stuff in his. In his bio? What kind of men? Because some of it is funny and some of it isn't. Like, depressed and watching Netflix. Funny. I have schizophrenia. <laughs> Not funny. Yeah. It's, look, I, look, I'm the last person who's trying to create, like, a stigma around discussing mental health. It's just, I don't know that the proper place for your mental health journey is when you're trying to convince strangers to fuck you. Like. Yeah, true. Yeah. Oh, let's speak of mental health journey real quick. Just a little sidebar. Did I tell you what happened to me at my therapist's office the other day? No, what happened? Oh, okay. So this is fucking... All right. Something that people always say with like respect to mental health is they're always like, look, just just get help. Just get help. Just reach out for help. And it's like, it's it's unfortunately, it's not as easy to find a therapist as just tweeting, hey, reach out. It's like, you got to fucking... You have to call your insurance company. You have to get a big list of all the therapists you take your plan. Then you have to call up all those therapists in a row and see if they're taking new patients. If they are, you have to set up an appointment and they can't always see you right away. And like, if you're calling up a bunch of therapists, there's a chance that you're kind of in maybe a mental health crisis or you're definitely in need of a therapist. So recently, like I've been having some mental problems. I've been having some troubles. I'm like, I got to fucking talk to a therapist. Uh, I haven't talked to one in years and I recommend it. Like, I think it's really smart. So I get the book. They send me like 500 therapists. I spend a couple of consecutive lunch hours calling all of them one by one. And I finally find a therapist near my new job. And I go down there. I make a couple of appointments because I'm like, in case this one's not good, I'll have another one. In case that one's not good, I'll have another one. So I go to my first one and I walk in there and the intake lady is like, the head of the therapy clinic is like a uh, uh, a, a very loud 70-year-old Greek woman who talks with her hands a lot. Oh, good. And so I'm thinking to myself, this is great. Like, I'll be going to therapy each week with my grandma. <laughs> like, I respect my grandma. Like, 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 I'm going like, ah, you know, I'm having some trouble. Like, there's a lot of, like, online trauma, and I let it get to my head. And she's going, the internet. The internet makes everything worse. It makes everyone upset. We are all looking at the internet now, and the internet, oh, so many people come in, and they tell me about the internet. And I'm like, yeah, this wow. lady's pissed off. Can I see your therapist, too? Yeah, of course. At home. Yeah, of course you can. And 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 I, and you know I'm saying like I'm saying and you know I get 
But when I get upset, I overeat and I don't think I realize. And she's going, that you are having a panic attack. And and like, so what you must realize is that when you're reaching for the food, you may not know that you are having a panic attack. But the... But it is hard to stop yourself when you are having a panic attack until you realize that you are having a panic attack. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, lady. Yeah. Yeet. Oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> and I'm like, I love how pissed off you are. That is great. Wow. Yeah. Because I'm super pissed off. But then I go, I go, and I've been off of drugs and alcohol for two months because I'm very addicted to to alcohol and marijuana. And she goes, can you really be addicted to marijuana, though? A little bit of marijuana sometimes is okay. And I'm like, hmm, maybe she didn't hear me. Uh, and, and so, and so I go, I go. Well, I personally consider it an addiction because I would wake up and smoke it, smoke it all day, smoke it before I went to bed. I would sometimes go home during my lunch break to smoke it when I was younger. Uh, and if I have marijuana in the house, I feel like it is it calls to me, and I must smoke it if I have it. Uh and so, so, like, I'm trying to like explain to her because it's like, yeah, I get it. Most people aren't addicted to. Yeah, it. wait, what the fuck? Why, why should you have to explain addiction to your therapist? That's like uh, going into your therapist's office saying, "Hi, I'm an alcoholic," and the therapist being like, "Ah, but a little bit of wine is fine, right?" Exactly. Thank you, Sriracha. So, 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 I'm like, I don't know. Maybe she didn't hear me. Maybe she's old. Greek people are stubborn. Let me try explaining this one more time. That like, it's I'm not just like a stoner. Like, it's a problem for me. It stops me from being happy and doing my work. And then she goes, well, I understand, but like one or two, it's okay a little bit, maybe on the weekends. What she's trying to tell you is she wants to get fucking blazed with you. That's exactly what she's trying to tell me. She's trying to tell me that she just hit the sticky icky before I walked in and she's going to blaze it 425 after I leave. So at this point I go, well, I guess I got to find a different therapist. Ah, damn it. (laughs) Yeah. You know, it's, it sucks. It's. Finding a therapist is a lot like dating. Like, I remember a couple of years ago when I was looking for a therapist in New York before I moved to, to Florida, I saw four or five before I found a dude I connected with. But when I did, I went to for a year and a half. You know, like, like it's worth it. It's worth it to go to the bad ones until you find the good one. But here's what she said before I left, because I was kind of like, I was like, ah, I think we're about done here. She goes, all right, here's what we are going to do. We're going to give your brain a comprehensive examination of all of its brain functions and possibilities. We're going to hook you up to a fantastic machine we have here, and we're going to put a cap on your head that will read your thoughts. And then we're going to send those results out to the Mayo Clinic, and then the Mayo Clinic will analyze and scrutinize and discuss them, and they will find out whether or not you have ADD, ADHD, depression, anxiety, this, that, bipolar. And I go, wait a minute. You're gonna hook me up to Cerebro. You're gonna you're gonna put my you're gonna put on a like the same thought reading machine that Doctor Brown that Doctor Emmanuel Brown built out of a colander in the opening sequence to Back to the Future. I go, okay, lady, you've just earned yourself one more copay. So I go back there this week. Oh my god, yeah. I mean, this lady sounds awesome. You gotta hook this. Up. I hope she takes my insurance. Yeah. I go back there this week and I go into a little room. They sit me in front of 
a fucking compact computer from the 90s. They sit me in front of a gateway. You remember that computer that like advertised itself with like a cow and they're like, all of our computers have cow spotting and Is cow logos Dell? on. Are you talking no, about Dell? it's not Dell. It was gateway computers. I don't remember that. Dell, I would have had more confidence in. Oh. They essentially hooked me up to like a Packard Bell that I see has Math Blaster oh, no. on it. Oh, no. Um, and they put this big rubber shower cap on me. Then they start to fill the shower cap with goo. They start, they, the guy has a syringe and he's injecting part of the shower cap with the goo. Now the goo's getting all over my hair. And here's what I didn't think I'd have to tell them. Please don't put jizz in my hair because I have to go back to work after yeah, this. What the fuck? Did they give you a shower afterwards? No. What did they do? Just wipe it and be like, here, it's gel. Go ahead. Yes. That's awful. Yes. I don't want to do that. You don't have to. Then they connect, Then they put a bunch of diodes in the goo um, and they hook me up to this machine. I'm showing Sriracha a picture of it. It's called the Brain Master. Here, take a look at this machine. That looks like something that you would use to print photos in like 1980. <laughs> Exactly. And it the, looks like you should have the word color master on it. And the and by the way, here's what is giving Sriracha that impetus. Because it has a rainbow colored SCSI cable coming out of it. What the fuck is that? SCSI was a was a type of cable interface from like the eighties and nineties. Before USB or VGA, we use SCSI, which I think stands for like single computer single interface. I'm sure some nerd knows what it actually stands nerd. for. I'm sure some nerd knows what it actually stands for. So what they're giving me is an EEG. I didn't I don't know what that is. That seems fucking unnecessary, but okay. Here's what an EEG like look I'm sure that there are cases where an EEG is is uh, warranted. I I remember one time I went to the emergency room. I had an EKG. They rubbed the gel on my chest. They put connectors up to it, and they did a little test. You know, electrocardiogram. Um, <laughs> yeah, stop acting like I didn't teach you that yesterday. I'm, I'm telling the people this, not you. God damn it. Um, uh, so they hooked me up to this computer. And I, and they they go is your job all you have to do is not move for five minutes so I'm staring at the screen and there's all these like lines going up and down and up and down on the screen like a lie detector lines and I start start saying to myself if I think of different things will the lines change so the first thing I start thinking about is Battlestar Galactica and I'm just like I love Battlestar Galactica so much remember all those cool fight scenes in Battlestar Galactica oh six was so hot the lines don't change sadly. Then I start, so I go, oh, let me see if they're sad things. So I start thinking about, like, the funerals I had to go to as a kid, getting sued, losing my job, like, being sad, being in a room hooked up to a to a compact, to, like, a Tandy. They're not real. <laughs> Just think about how pores aren't real. And the lines don't change. And then I feel like something in my eye, and it's like I blink it out real hard, and the lines do change. And I'm like, what is this, a blinking test? It's a blinking machine. Is it a blinking machine? Is this thing judge how many times I blink? Wow, that is nuts. That seems a little, that doesn't seem necessary, but a little invasive, but therapist sounds great. Yeah, so anyway, so these, so these results have been sent to the Mayo Clinic, and as soon as I get them back, here on the Loudest Podcast... 
I will read to you my crazy gram. I'm ready. How many crazy points do I have? Do I have three gremlins in my head or five? How many problems? It, it gives you, that's what it has. It prints out like those really thin sheets of paper. Like, this is how many problems you have. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Um, will it just send a picture of a brain with a bunch of nugs of weed in it? Find out next time on The Loudest Podcast. Um, before we go, this episode's running long, but I kind of don't mind if they run long. Do you want to talk about the Big Bang Theory or do you want to wrap it up? I want to wrap it up. All right. Hey, thank you so much for listening to The Loudest Podcast. We have a brand new bonus episode of Stereos Kills a Kid available right now for just $2. So good. It was really good at patreon.com slash stereos. We're putting out one or two bonus episodes a month at least. Um, if you go to patreon.com slash stairs, there's also an amazing bonus episode of Pork Chatter. I think it's the best episode we've ever done. You say that every time, though. But no, but this was really good. And Siraj and I just recorded an episode of P&P, Princesses and Porks. It is our own mini D&D campaign. It's a one-woman party. Sriracha is the only player. And do you want to tell us a little bit about it? Yeah, uh, I play an ice witch named Elsa, and I have a companion named Stuffin, who doesn't really make an appearance this this game, but he is an ice porg. He has killed two ice wizards in the past, and that's how he gained his ice powers, by eating their carotid arteries. Mm-hmm. And he will kill again next time we play yeah, um, so uh, so right now on patreon.com slash Stereos is the first episode of our D&D adventure, which we put out a couple of months ago. We just recorded a new one. Zwick is editing it right now, so that will be out next week on the Patreon. Uh, by the time you hear this, it'll absolutely be there. So for just two bucks, you get a lot of bonus content, and the more you give, the more you get. Um, that's it. So from the loudest podcast, I'm Sarah's Coburn saying thanks for listening. Thank you so much. Goodbye. Have a good night. Keep it loud, America. Ah. Uh.